0: Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And today we're back talking about SAR. SAR is mathcore, jazzcore, I would say, from Tacoma, Washington. Uh, they sound a lot like Lie by Mistake, I would say. Elements of Daughters. Um, number 12, really it's it sounds like a lot of,
1: of bands in that sort of vein, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh- that Dillinger um, free jazz, I guess you would say, in a way. Um, some of the tracks I get this uh, Faith No More sound as well. Uh, like very Mr. diverse. Bungle yeah, influence. Mr. Bungle. Yeah. 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 Um, Total Patton influence there for sure. Exactly. I just think Mike Patton. So I really like these guys. I'm a really big fan of Live by Mistake. Um, I've been for years since like 2005, 2004 when they popped out. But um, Live by Mistake, they're a lot more like a free jazz. But anyways, um, they they
0: do sound a lot like Live by Mistake with like the you know the jazz guitar licks. Yep. Um, and you know, another band it actually reminds me of is Xelophilia. Um Zellophilia is like a one man project, and again, it, it kind of sounds like uh, Mr. Bungle, Daughters. Um, a lot like the Locust too. And
1: yeah, um, I want, I'm just going to point that out. They've got these like interesting kind of like melodic parts. Kind of takes me back to like that Locust, mid-90s Screamo. And like little, I don't know, there's a there's lot like of things organ. going on.
0: There's, they're using uh, organ in a lot of the tracks That's too. what it is. Yeah, yeah like so Song of
1: the Zarathustra as well. It's like an old like, Locust-y kind of band. But uh, anyways.
0: Yeah, so um, we're going to listen to Too Many Yetis. And that's off their brand new full-length album name of the album is Life is No Way to Treat an Animal, and that came out January 20th of 2017. Big fan of their artwork. Yeah, the artwork is really sick. Um, and here we go. I have I attract you
2: have sex with me.
0: So that was "Too Many Yetis" by Sar, and that's off their brand new full-length album "Life Is No Way to Treat an Animal," and that just came out on January twentieth, so it's really new.
1: On that note of that album, big big fan of the artwork. Uh, I just think Genghis Tron slash Beach Boys, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely Beach Boys.
0: It's got like a you know something animals. It's uh, it's really interesting artwork.
1: It it ma- it just matches the sound. And, you know one more thing i wanted to add to that is
0: the next track super you know fall of troy influence this is uh you know obviously they're from the same area as that band washington lot of the same like guitar licks especially in the next song so next we're going to talk about retail monkey retail monkey is mathcore tech grind again they're from uh they're from olympia washington another washington state band um you know, I would say they remind me a lot of the Heartland and Colloquial Kiss. They've got those, like, really, like, gross half-step
1: guitar harmonies. They have that post-hardcore kind of element randomly they'll throw in there, too, I feel, um, a little bit. I don't understand the name of the band at all, but it intrigues me
0: a lot. Well, if you like My Space Grind, this is, you know, this band definitely fits that description, I think, for many. And it's a huge album, too. It's it's uh, It's 20 tracks, so the biggest thing though I would like to say is just the vocals big big fan of those vocals man the vocals are really sick indeed and uh, I mean there's a lot of content in this one and you know what I mean by that is that there's a lot of different musical ideas per song
1: and uh, you get a lot of bang for your buck in that way. For anybody out there that's listening that still has not listened to The Heartland, um, probably go back, listen to them, jam them, and come back to these guys. It'll make a little bit more sense, probably.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, the riffing is is super similar in that way. Um, and we're going to listen to Pass Me the Yogurt Chips Before I Cremate Myself, Emilio. <laughs> <laughs> And that's off their uh, their new full length album, ADD Nihilism. Yeah, there's some really good, some great song titles. Um, Yeah, again, so that's off their new full length album, ADD Nihilism, and that also came out in January as well, January 26th. So, brand spanking new. And here we go.
2: I'm not a
0: Alright, so that was Pass Me the Yogurt Chips Before I Cremate Myself Emilio And that's uh, from Retail Monkey That's off their brand new full-length album Called ADD Nihilism And that was released January 26th You know, apparently a lot of this album Was written over the internet Using MIDI guitar software uh, Between 2004 and 2006 According to the bio of this uh, band camp so what? calling it MySpace Grind really makes a lot of sense. That was, like, the same kind of era, you know?
1: Um, the digital passing on of uh, the music, it's kind of interesting because you can buy this album on cassette. So it's just its pretty <laughs> awesome. It's like everything was developed, like, online, and then they throw that shit on cassette.
0: Available soon on a more inconvenient format.
1: <laughs> No,
0: I'm totally down with cassettes, though. I mean, like, every once in a while I get into a car that's, like, from the 90s, and fuck, I'm so glad that I have a daughter's cassette or, like, a Coltrane cassette or, like, arms on cassette, just, like, stupid shit like
1: that that I can, you know. Cassettes are still cheaper than vinyl and CDs. I think
0: it's a great thing for DIY labels and distros, what have you, to to do, you know. I think, I think cassettes will probably continue to remain viable, even though vinyl is extremely inconvenient. It's still, you know, super popular, more popular than it's ever been. So I'm about having that shit in the palm of your hands, you know. Well, you know, when you have a physical release uh, in the palm of your hands, as you say, you can develop more of like an emotional connection with the album because you can like you know read the liner notes and you know, read the lyrics and look at the artwork and see the band and really have a connection and like
1: something visual to associate it with. And that just gives you a deeper level of enjoyment. Yep. Um, So on the whole liner note thing with Retail Monkey, I got to say, if you look at them on Bandcamp, uh, each track, you know, it's going to be the classic grindy, just like one minute, 60 seconds, seconds, you know, Uh, but they got the fucking lyrics for every track. So it's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. I think it's always good to include your lyrics if you want people to like really be able to you know forge a connection with your music all right so next we're going to talk about sayo um that's s-c-i-o i'm actually not sure if that's an acronym for something um but sayo is mathcore uh you know hardcore punk they're from upstate new york um i want to say they sound a lot like dead kiwis who we covered on one of our previous podcasts you know?
1: Yeah, uh, like this metal tinged punk rock kind of feel, I guess. I... Chariot,
0: you know, it yeah. sounds like they sound like the Chariot quite a bit. Uh, basically, it's like this next generation of bands who are in, you know, on the Botch family tree. The way I see it, anyway. I mean, some people might disagree with me, but you know, you've got bands like Botch, and then the next generation of bands like Every Time I Die, Norma Jean, and the Chariot. You know, of course, closely associated with Norma Jean, but
1: describe it what you will. But it's just that energy. I really don't know how to put my finger on it, but there's that energy of all those bands we just mentioned there. You, and, know? you
0: know, that doesn't really cover it, because there. It's again, it's a newer sound. On that note, and this is a really, really great EP. This is they came out swinging with this one. Uh, it 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 fucking goes hard. And every track makes you want to mosh.
1: Uh, for the members of Sio, if this does stand for something, let us know. Yeah, mess- message me <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, if you end up hearing this. And we're going to listen to Good Boy. And Good Boy is track one from their new EP, Null. And Null came out on January 9th. Here we go.
2: Trying to say I, I did
0: so that was good boy and that's by scio or rather scio and um, that's off their new ep which is called null and that came out january 9th of 2017 and uh, according to the the bio it's a culmination of six worth uh, six years rather worth of dissatisfaction with prior noise so apparently this ep was six years in the making more, <laughs> more indeed. Yeah, this is their only release that I see on Bandcamp, uh, and it's really strong. I definitely suggest you go check out um, the rest of that EP because you can blast right through that. It's only five tracks. All right, so next we're going to talk about Kara Takonis. Kara Takonis is mathcore tech grind. Uh, it's a one man project, and it's from he is from rather Newcastle upon Tyne, and that's in the UK. Uh, you know, the first comparison I would make is, it, it sounds kind of like Psy Opus, um, or Bedlam of, of Cacophony, bands in that kind of, you know, uh, very experimental tech grind, you know,
1: really great guitar work. I only really want to compliment that. Christian nailed it on the head. I really don't have much to say other than that. Uh, Bedlam of Cacophony. Uh, I think I yeah. kind of sprung this, you know, this project
0: on you a little bit in terms yeah. of like the bands we talked about going over this month, but... Um, it's a great project you know Mikel Anoya I think is the name of another project that's really similar again this next generation of bands that kind of sound like Psyopus with, in terms of the guitar work but
1: the vocals though um, just that weird scathy, grindy thing it's it's a it's a different range uh, I'm really into these vocals
0: it's good and um, you know I think Austin Weber of Metal Injection and No Clean Singing is the one who recommended this to me so I gotta thank him for that he also brought me again that Mikel Anoya band I hope I'm getting that name right um <laughs> And uh, we're gonna listen to the first track off this EP, and the name of the EP is the Hamada EP. It was released back on December thirtieth of two thousand sixteen. Um, you know, again, back to the whole running the risk of not being covered by releasing at the end of the month or the end of the year. I mean, um, I'm glad that we were able to. This this was like in my inbox a couple different times, so. <laughs> wasn't able to ignore it. And we're going to listen to uh, Hamada the Super Sadist, the namesake of the EP, and that's track one from the Hamada EP. Here we go. <laughs> Alright, so that was Hamada the Super Sadist, and that's by Keratoconus, and that's off as a new EP, Hamada the Super Sadist, and that just came out, um, what was it, December 30th of 2016. And I love the way that he's got at the end of the track uh, the pronunciation of the band name, the project name rather. And you know, another thing I wanted to touch upon here before we move on to the next band is there's a really elaborate uh, bio uh, that the artist put up on this. And essentially he reveals in the liner notes that he was suffering from suicidal depression at the time. Um, You know, he describes himself as autistic and uh, evidently, this EP took about two years to complete, but uh, I think it's you know it's absolutely masterful and abstract grindcore. Kudos on just the hard work. Absolutely, uh, and you know it's it's five tracks. The fifth track mostly being percussion and vocals, which is really interesting. Um, so everyone go check out Keratoconus. The name again is Keratoconus, and the spelling of that is K E R A T O C O in US, I know that's kind of a hard one it took me a second to sort of remember the spelling of that here, take your beer thank you sir All right. um, so we're going to listen to Vortex of Influence that's our next band Vortex of Influence is from Providence, Rhode Island again, it's another one man project and um, you know, I would say it sounds a lot like Gorgut's and new, like, next-gen, like, Gorguts kind of bands. You know, Dissonant, Death Metal, but at the same time, it's kind of like Mathcore, so in that way, Piran is a great mm, comparison to me.
1: Angular Riffage. Angular Riffage. Mm. Mm. Yep. But, uh, yeah, just uh, we always will bring up Gorguts as far as that just ulcerate stuff, but uh, last night... Call him like I see him. Yep. Uh, uh, just nail it with that ulcerate thing. Really uh, stoked on him.
0: Yeah, uh, um it's really really good. The fucking riffs are super good. And we're going to listen to The Endless Eye, which is off uh, his brand new demo. Uh, I think it came out January came out January 6th. And here we go. Yeah. That is so good, uh, and that was um, The Endless Eye, and that's by Vortex of Influence, a brand new demo. And you know, also, it reminds me of Wormed, too.
1: Yeah, that drumming reminds me of Wormed a lot.
0: Yeah, um, definitely, if you're in the Providence area, Rhode Island area, help dude out and um, go drum for him, because he's doing some good stuff. I think he's also in another band called Death State as well.
1: I feel like this is such a tease. Um, it's You have one four-minute track, and then you have a one-minute track, and that's it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, so hopefully
0: uh, hopefully, you'll put out some more stuff very soon, because I'm, I'm digging it, too. So our last band that we're going to talk about today is U-Dash. U-Dash is Tech Grind, you know, technical death metal, mathcore, if you will, from Poland. Um, you know, above any of the bands we were talking about that I mentioned Bedlam of cacophony, this this one definitely um, sounds very much like them. Uh, if you understand what I mean. Um, very technical, uh, really like long songs. every song
1: is like five and a half, six minutes, some of them pushing like seven. Absolutely. Last track, I kind of support this. They do a cover. I'm not quite sure who the acid drinkers are, but it's kind of cool that they're just ending it with a fucking cover.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting. Um, And, you know, we were talking about Mr. Bungle earlier. This band definitely has, you know, some of those Patton esque um, elements, polyrhythmic elements, too. A lot of people have been saying they kind of sound like Meshuga and
1: Carbom. I don't really hear that so much, but, you know, they have some, like, heavier elements, too. Mm-hmm. um definitely that Mr bungle approach it's a uh, it's nice to take a break from the heaviness sometimes do you and, remember, uh, uh,
0: do you remember hunab ku yeah.
1: yeah yeah
0: hunab ku actually had members of bedlam of uh, cacophony again and they another band that sort of just had like that
1: oh yeah I guess they had, that makes yeah it. they had
0: elements of Mr bungle but at the same time they were like tech grind um really just like a showcase of great musicianship and um we're gonna listen to celestial phenomena. And celestial Nomina, phenomena is track two from Astrophobia. Lots of <laughs> star speak here. And
1: uh, it's sp- actually technically the first track. I think track one is just like an intro-ish kind of thing. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know the well, first track. You know,
0: it's track two anyway. Yeah. But um, and uh, space. And this came out on December sixteenth of two thousand sixteen. Space. Here we go. <laughs>
2: around the big
0: Right, so that was Celestial Phenomena by U-Dash, and that's off their full-length album Astrophobia, and that came out December 16th of last year. Definitely some, uh, you know, Mr. Bungley, Mashuggy e goodness.
1: When we were playing the track, I kind of looked over at Chris and I was like, damn, you nailed that Meshuggie description. I'm quite surprised I didn't get that.
0: Well, you know, actually, I, I sort of disagree with it. I don't know, like, um, What? Well, I mean, overall, I disagree with it, but they do have, you know, they have some of those heller- heavier polyrhythmic elements, so I guess the comparison makes sense enough. All right, so uh, I guess that about wraps it up. Uh, before we, uh, we, we do finish here, though, I want to talk about uh, Complexity Fest 2017, and that is being sponsored by Mathcore Index. It's happening uh, February 25th at the... Patronat Harlem, that's in the Netherlands, and the lineup is absolutely stacked. Uh, I mean, it's uh, Ishan is playing, Gorod is playing, technical death metal, uh, our friends in Frontier are playing, that's their European mainland debut. Um, Suffocation was scheduled to play, unfortunately, they dropped, um, but I think that they replaced them with Obscura so yeah really exciting Uh, we're really really proud and happy to 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 sponsor this fest and then again um most you know really exciting for us is our, our friends in arms are actually playing um this is their european debut as well i mean they're like a they're a brand new band so for them to you know all the way from florida to to you know the netherlands to play this
1: fest i think is huge um, one thing on the Complexity Fest, I really wish something like this would be in the U.S. where I feel like the name Complexity really describes the bands. Um, it's every band that's technical. It might be yeah, technical. A bunch death, of uh, bands. T- yeah, just yeah, and every you know, technical hardcore. It's just, um, yeah, uh, my head will, would explode if I sat through every band. I mean, it would, it would have to.
0: Well, uh, you know, perhaps we might have a Mathcore Index Fest 2018. Um, that's, the idea has definitely been tossed around. Um, with some of the bands that we've, we've talked about before. So um, hopefully that's something that we could uh, we could make happen in the future. Alrighty everyone. So like I guess uh, that wraps it up for the fifth episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And we'll be back next month with some more Second Underground bands. Good night, and stay beautiful.